0: The Babe Studio at the Feeding Arizona building in Youngtown, Arizona. It's time for Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. Success or Failure is the show that gives you methods and principles to guide you to your best business and your best self. Now, here are Tom Ligering and Terry Munther.
1: Good morning. Tom Legring at Sun City Country Club. Uh Terry's not going to be with us this morning. He's uh he had a death in the family and they're traveling uh back to a funeral. So he will be joining us next month. And I but I want to welcome you to the Tom and Terry show. Uh we're as you can see, Terry does this part of the introduction and I'm a little bit slow in getting up to this. Uh we we would like you if you have any uh questions uh and you want to call in our number is one nine one seven three eight eight four one six two, 388 4162 and you can ask any kind of questions you want um if you're listening to us now or you recommend a friend you always know that you can go online and see this show or any of the other ones that we're doing. Our program is designed to help people uh, use my book, Success or Failure, the choice is yours. It doesn't matter if you are not a business person, you're just trying to get your life straightened out because I have used the book in uh, helping victims of domestic violence change their lives around. It's just a matter of when you want to help others, you want to make sure that Help yourself first, and you have from your excess is what you give to other people. Today, I'm very fortunate to have a friend of mine, Dad uh, from Take Shape for Life. Uh, in in my own business, I I developed a little extra weight and uh, was not able to get rid of it. And uh, I talked to Thad, and we were trying to figure out. You know how to how to use his product I need to do in my daily life because his product you have to eat six times a day you have to eat the special uh food you get choices in it, but it's to get your life back together and uh I was pre diabetic and now I found out that i'm not uh I think everybody is is pre diabetic in in the country but uh I was my Body mass index was too high. Now I'm down to, I was uh, 208 pounds, I was six feet tall, and I should be, the top level in my range is about 178. I'm 164 now, and I've been able to, it took me three months to stop lying to myself and start using the product and do what Dad told me to do, and once I started on the program doing what I was supposed to do, it took me about two-and-a-half months to drop over 40 pounds, and I've been able to maintain it. I've been on it over six, oh, six or eight months now. So I've been able to maintain my weight, and I'll fluctuate three to four pounds on a given day or a given time of day. One of the main things, we I live here in Arizona Sun City, Arizona, and I do get outside a lot, so uh, what I think the normal amount of water you're supposed to drink is eight eight eight-ounce glasses a day. I drink, that's 64 ounces. I drink over 100, and it's a matter of how do you keep hydrated? How do you keep hydrated? That's that's the main thing that, that I function with, but today my guest is Thad from Take Shape for Life, and... Uh Thad didn't really get a lot of chance to warm up and get prepared. I, we're in a business meeting here at the club, and I said, oh, Thad, you're on today. you got three minutes. So here's
0: Thad. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Well, my name is Thad Young, and I'm a certified health coach with Take Shape for Life, and Take Shape for Life is a program that's been around now about 12 years, started by Dr. Wayne Anderson. And he started Take Shape for Life because really we have a, a crisis in America right now. And that crisis is that there are so many overweight Americans that are in poorer health and will soon start uh, into the healthcare care system in middle age. And it's really going to be a, a crisis when all of those people uh, start Uh, hitting the system with uh, type 2 diabetes, uh, uh, metabolic syndrome, high blood pressure, all of the things that people take for granted that you're going to have as you get older. And as Tom can tell you, that's not the fact. Take Shape for Life is really built like a three-legged stool. If you think about it, Take Shape for Life can help you because, first, you have a certified health coach, which is uh, included with the program. That would be me. You have Dr. Wayne Anderson's Habits of Health book, which is just a system to teach people the healthy way to uh, eat food each day. And then the third part of our system is provided by our partner, Metafast, which is a medical portion-controlled meal replacement that we use to get people down to a healthy weight. Take Shape for Life doesn't uh, start you out and then have you eat our food for the rest of your life. Take Shape for Life is about teaching you small habits each day, and then when you reach your healthy weight, transitioning you into a regimen of eating healthy foods more frequently. So the real secret to Take Shape for Life is the frequency in what you eat your food. Uh, Studies have been done that show people eating the exact same amount of calories and the same foods each day, where one group ate three times a day and the other group ate six times a day, same number of calories. The second group uh, had better blood work and they lost a little bit of weight eating the same food. So my primary goal as a health coach is to teach people how to eat uh, the right foods more often in their lives. And, and how to get their health back, how to gain optimal health at any age. Tom? Well,
1: I, I really want to thank you for, for coming in and and talking about this. The the answer to what we're talking about here today is is how to take care of what's first. The only thing you have is one body and one life. You don't get to – this is not a dress rehearsal that you go to – at some later time. And if people get their their lives together, the first thing you want to start working on, most people say, oh, I want to go in business or I want to... Here's my goal. They start, I try to get people to set up their goals and envision their goals. But one of the things I found out is if your body's not going, what good are your goals? If you wind up getting all the money in the world and you die... And then the federal government saying thank you very much. You know, is that is that what we're trying to accomplish? See, so this is one of the things that I've done in my own life. I'm I'm going to be 77 shortly, and that a person I, I applied for a uh, a to be part of a class of, that's being put on by Goldman Sachs, and I wanted to see what they're doing. And one of the things the lady said to me in the interview was well at your age why are you worried about your business and you know why why don't you want to retire I said I've tried that seven times I'm a total failure so I found that working and being productive is what I want to do so that's what I want to do with my life that's my choice and the thing is, the name of the book, again, is success or failure. The choice is yours. And what I'm trying to work with that about is if you do get to be successful, and there's two places that equals. There's successful financially uh, and getting the goals that you want. That's That's the definition of success is getting the goals that you want that you set up and then there's another equation in there that's happiness and the definition of happiness is wanting the goals that you get. So what I'm trying to get out today to our listeners is you want to start with yourself. If your body's in good shape, then we got a good chance to get your mind in good shape <clears throat> and allow you to move forward on a on a positive plane. Is, do you, I know one of the things I'm trying to do. I'm in the process of rewriting the book, and one of the things we're doing is getting people to start. Now I've heard you talk to people about. I mean, it's it's very easy to see who Thad's clients are. They're the the big round people in the in the room, and that would be the the first start. But there's people like myself. I was six foot and 108 pounds. And I would go between 208, excuse me, I said 108, 208, and 228. That was my range. When I would get up there, I would just stop eating as much sugar. And so once you make the the change and you agree with yourself that you want to be on a program that keeps you in a healthy state, then you want to get started with that and Basically what that does is, in fact, I'll have you talk about this, but what I see him doing is he talks with people to see if they have an interest in getting their health back and understanding where they're at in a, on a health scale and how being overweight is hindering them getting and enjoying the life, the, the success part. So the big part that you have to work with is how do you
0: get them to start? Well, I think what's crucial there is that people have to identify their why. Why do they want to do something? And it's it's a fundamental choice, meaning that something in your life has happened and you want to go somewhere or do something, and something's in the way. And for a lot of people, it's their health. And our, our program is basically uh, getting people to a healthy weight, and we have a tool that once they learn how to use it, <clears throat> They can quickly get to their healthy weight, which makes them feel like they've accomplished something, and then they can use this tool for the rest of their lives to control and maintain their weight um, People who just want to lose a few pounds or who want to look a little bit better, those are people who don't really have a strong fundamental reason to do what it is they're doing so once once you identify that reason, uh say you're a grandmother and you've got some grandkids and you're quite overweight. And you can't get down and play with them. Uh, I've had uh, grandmothers who said to me, I just want to be able to play with my grandkids, and I want to be around for a while to enjoy them. So that's a fundamental reason to do something that you're doing. Once you've got that reason set up, we teach people to make primary and secondary choices. And those choices are made on a daily basis, just small habits to support that fundamental um uh, goal that they've set up and it's the same thing that that Tom's trying to say about the financial or the happiness parts of your life is that you have to have a reason to do it and once you've established that reason then you have something driving you in the longer term. Um, People who just want to lose a little bit of weight for example will go on a diet, they'll uh, start working out, they'll start eating less, and they'll get some results and those results will be uh, gratifying enough so that their their overriding concern starts to become diminished and now their reason for doing what they did starts to uh become less and less important. So that's that's kind of the yo-yo approach to doing uh what take shape for life helps with is that you don't really have an underlying reason for doing it. So that's you know Tom that's kind of our deal on find your fundamental reason for doing something and once you've got that everything else just kind of pins onto that. It it it's really interesting
1: because I, I just uh came back uh from visiting uh California. I went to uh be uh interviewed my hopefully my final interview to be in this Goldman Sachs program and in in doing that I went over a day early to uh uh go out to dinner with my, my uh middle daughter Kelly and she's running family property management business in California and it was her birthday so uh I went out to see her and we were we were just chatting and she said, uh did you see my Facebook uh page? And I said, Well, yes I did but I wanted she said that every day when she goes to school takes her daughter to school uh she has prayer and she says this prayer every day that she takes her daughter to school and my uh i have three children my my wife died at age 33 so my youngest at the time was my son and he was like 4 years old and my oldest daughter was 8 and their mother passed away well I asked my daughter, I said, well, what what is the prayer that you, should, you you say? She said, I just want to be alive to see my kids grow up. So she doesn't have a plan for how they want to be or what they want to do. She just wants to be there. And I saw her this time. She choice. She used to be a little heavy, property management, very stressful, your client's don't really like you too much because you spend too much money. The tenants don't like you too much because you never spend any. And so it's this stress business. And so she did put on some extra weight. And so she's gone on different programs and she finally got it figured out that because she knew that her mother had passed away and experienced that, she did have a thing that actually was able to change her life and I think that's why I'm trying to rewrite my book. I'm not trying, I'm in the process of rewriting it. And one of the things, the first lesson is to start. It's when 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 we were introducing our book, uh it was to assist people organize their working and personal lives. I wrote it for my kids so that they would not want to compete with me and I, which I don't mind competition but I don't want I didn't want my kids to do what I'm doing because it made me happy it may not make them happy. Well, each one of them has chosen a, a thing that that is leading to where they want to be. No, uh, you know, we I've printed about and distributed about 2000 copies of the book and lately uh I did a survey of the many of the people that had used the book, and I I talked to them, so if you buy my book, what you wind up doing, uh, you get me as a mentor. Uh, I do between four and six hundred emails a day, so you can imagine what my computer looks like right now when I got back from being away from for two, uh, two days. But in the survey, uh, many of the people that that, well, it was 30% of the people that responded to me uh, said that they had made major changes in their lives. And when we questioned that majority that remained, and they said they had really not read the book or used the book as a workbook. The goal now is to rewrite the book and assist people that want to make changes, that need to make changes. They have to get to a place where they need to do something different. It's like when I go and speak at Eve's Place, I've been doing that for about three years. And as I've mentioned before on the show, it's it's not how many people you can help, but if you can help one person at a time, that that's what works for me. And how we get this stuff put together in such a way that people will actually read the, the entire book and go through each step and have a, i i guess i I'm sad to say that most people don't get there until they get some type of a of a message from the god which is they get a heart attack or they get a stroke or they I mean they can see themselves in the mirror and they know that they're 50 to 70 pounds overweight and it's not, life is not going to last. I mean, and since you don't get to come back and redo and say, oh, well, next time I live my life, I will be slim and trim and go to the gym. Right? Yeah. And so how do you get people to get started? Because I see you talk to people, and it's obvious they need your product, they need your service, because what Thad does is, yes, he's selling the product to the people, but he gives them free service
0: as a life coach. Isn't that what you're doing? Well, it's really what you're talking about with your book, too, that coaching, one-on-one coaching and support, is the way that people are successful because everybody needs a support system of some kind. And I think when people realize that they're going to get the support and it's genuine and that you really care, that's when they start.
1: Yeah, but, I mean... You know, because I see you talk to some people that obviously need it and they don't go on it. And then I see other people that are actually like two of my very good friends are on it now. And I can see that they're getting in better shape. And I also can see that they act better. I mean, you know, <laughs> like they they're feel better. that's what yeah. I'm saying. You can see that they feel better because... Have a little, it, it's easier to smile it's easier to do different things it's easier to get up or sit down it's not like this major operation of a hippopotamus trying to find a place to sit down he just goes plop but you know I mean it—it it, I, I can see that with people and I know in my own case that I have more energy I have more energy now than when I was in my 20's and let me tell you in my 20's I was going 24 hours a day like a, a person was asking me the other day and said, "Well, Tom, um you you seem to be doing a, a lot of different things. Where do you get your energy from?" And it's just I feel good and I got things that I want to do. It's part of what you're trying to accomplish in your life. And it's like in the book I show people not what I want you to do. That isn't even come close to the point. And that is not trying to tell people what he wants them to do. He's telling them what they should do. If you want these things and you want better things in your life and you want to be there for your kids and you want to see your kids grow up and, I mean, I'm I'm in a place in my life where I see my three kids have had problems. They've done things that I was dumb enough to do when I was a kid and they just, managed to make the same mistakes I made, and I'm sure that there's a lot out there that are doing the same things. That's what happens with victims of domestic violence. They see that and they think that's how their life has to be. And what Dad and I are both trying to say to people is, no, it doesn't have to be that way. Just because your family ate, how much sugar does the average person
0: eat every Oh, year? it's like 240 pounds a year. So just figure that out.
1: If if an average person is eating that much sugar, how much do you think the above average person is eating? The overachiever. The overachiever in sugar consumption. Good. You know, oh, I I need my coffee. And they say, I need my coffee. And what do they put in it? They just pour all this stuff. Oh, well, that's okay because this is artificial sweetener. This is, That doesn't help your body any. That stuff is... For your taste buds. Is that correct?
0: Well, by and large, we have a, a, a billion or a hundred billion dollar a year food industry that doesn't pay any attention to health. No, they And just we have a health industry that doesn't pay any attention to food. So, yeah. I mean, people, people are kind yeah, of right. caught between when you're young, you're in good shape, and as you start to reach middle age, you've got all of these uh, uh, challenges, diabetes, etc., that are basically lifestyle diseases that you get them from your lifestyle not because it's genetic so what can you do and, and people just you know i often find they just don't know what to do and they've tried so many things to uh to get healthier to lose weight and nothing's worked and my biggest challenge is getting over the people who have just given up i mean when you see those folks that are 100 pounds overweight i mean basically they're successful human beings they're storing a lot of fat and you know, over thousands and thousands of years, if we couldn't quickly store fat for those times when we couldn't get food, because believe me, ten thousand years ago, food was not as plentiful as it is today, those are very successful people. So they, they're they're putting the weight on because they're 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 able to store the energy. They just don't have any way of of burning that energy because they're getting so much of it. So with with this program. As you know, I mean, they get, it's a tool that you can start to reverse that process over time.
1: Well, tell me about that. Don't mention his name, but that one person that basically said he was not going to go on your program. I think it was in one of the local uh, cities. Do you, do you know the person I'm talking about? It, he, He just wasn't going to change because he didn't care. Okay, I I caught him off guard, so there, there it goes. Anyway, I will tell the story. Thad told me about a gentleman that was obviously overweight. We both know him, and he was obviously overweight. And the point of, of what he was trying to accomplish, what Thad was trying to accomplish, is tell him that you don't need to be this overweight. And the gentleman just said, I don't care. I'm going to eat what I want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you remember? Yeah. I mean, what was it?
0: Did he have some other answer to it? Well, people basically went to the doctor, got the medication. He's he's on the edge. He's got diabetes but not taking insulin and thinking that that's just something that occurred naturally and Finally, after, well, yeah, it was at least a year, he started doing the program and the first thing he noticed is that he bas- his um, his blood work came back and his resting blood sugar was down. Uh, he was moving away from uh, being diabetic and this was only after being on the program for a month. And the major difference was that he was making better choices in terms of what he ate and the times, number of times a day that he ate and he was getting hydrated. So simply put, I mean, food is the most powerful medicine on the planet. We eat, every day we spend a lot of our time eating food and the food is what makes us. So uh, paying attention to that uh, will make a difference especially if you're overweight and you've got any kind of metabolic syndrome. uh, They've got you on high blood pressure, high cholesterol or uh, something for your diabetes those things can be reversed with diet for almost every person.
1: That, that See, and that, that's really what the, the gentleman was saying, is he, he, he saw and knew what he had to do to get changed around, but he just really didn't care enough about those things. It was like, it's just going to happen to me. And if you don't make a conscious effort... And I, I can't emphasize this enough. You have to start and I'm I'm dealing with one one person that's very close to me that uh, has not done as well in business as he should. And I talked to him a lot and I said, Well, you know, I'm I'm only gonna talk to you in the future about this i said we're we're still going to be friends and acquaintances we're going to still do all the things that we do but i'm not going to discuss how you should you know make changes don't tell me about the problems that you're having in your business until you tell me what you're going to do here's my problem and this is the solution that i've come up with this is the problem i'm having and here's how i'm going to fix it and he says well you know i i didn't mean to be telling you my my sad stories and i said that's not the point i don't mind listening to your sad stories if you want to do something about it but if you just want to keep on the same treadmill and doing the same thing over and over thinking it's a different result and we know what they call people like that the point is that's That's not the way to go. That's not the way to have what you want. And the other side of it is knowing you can have anything you want. I mean, if you want to have a lot of money or if you want to have great health and you say, well, genetically I'm just uh, crucified because I am stuck with what my genes are. To To a certain point, I mean... Yes, there are people that genetically have problems, and we're not talking about being able to fix everything with every human. It's what is it that you personally need to fix? When I go and talk to victims of domestic violence, to the person, I have never had one of them say a different answer to this question, and I ask, what is it that you want to do with your life to the person they say I just want to help people and to that I now have a response I hold up a mirror and I put it right in front of them and I say start here this is what we want to do this is what we're trying to get out to people It's you can make changes and I mean it's it's gratifying to me that when I started with Eve's Place, there were about 10% of the people left the shelter. It was a very time-committed thing. They could only be there for a short time. And only 10% of the people were getting employment when they left. Now, you have to remember that the people I'm counseling are a cross-section of the country. It's one, 25% of the entire population. That's one out of four people is in some way exposed to this kind of bad situation. And how people come out of that is all part of what we're trying to accomplish. So you have to break that cycle. You have to look at yourself and say, what is it that I need to do? How do I get started? How do I get over this dilemma that I'm in? And like the person I was talking to that constantly tells me about how... How he's got he just doesn't have enough money to pay this bill, or he can't pay his rent, or he can't do this, and he's in business. I mean, he has his license to do business in that in that realm. And I said, how can you not have money? It's just a matter of getting more business. Do you have a business plan? Oh yeah, I I I I said you don't have one if you can't show it to me. It's not in writing, is it? Well, no, but I said, here's the format. Look in my book. You'll see. Here's right from SCORE. They tell you how to do a business plan. If you will just take the time to do that. And so what is finally happening is he's he's starting to ask me questions now, not telling me sad stories of how bad things are. He's now saying, "How do I get this fixed? this is what i this is what my problem I've identified this problem, and one of the things that was brought up in our meeting today was <laughs> if you have a business, find out who else in your in your area who's dealing with your customers? who's talking to your customers that you could refer to places that you don't do something." Like myself, I, I'm no longer in the in the food business. I don't run the restaurant. I lease the restaurant out. So when somebody talks about a restaurant, I can say I can recommend the food service here at the club for different events like weddings and things like that. So I find people that need caterers or need different services that I can recommend them to, and that that kind of helps me as long as I work that out with the other with the other people so that we can get that handled and that's that's all part of how this program works is getting the person to see and understand it so like my friend is is now seeing that he's not getting what he wants he's actually written down what he does want and I can't tell you enough, my book is not a book that tells you how to do stuff. It's a workbook that you tell you how to do it. You put down what your problems are, you supply a solution, and then you get the opportunity to have a person, which is me, the author, to, you can email me and say, this is what I need to do, and this is how I can I can help you. It's, um For yourself, Dad, I mean, is there anything
0: else that you'd like
1: to tell our audience?
0: Well, I I think the thing that I'd like to impress on everybody is that there is a way to make a change in your life. And just like Tom's book, the roadmap is out there. There is a way. If you want it, you can find it. And whether it's Take Shape for Life or whether it's uh, Tom's success book, I mean, just get out there and, and, and find it. Find out why it is you want to make a change. And once you know why you want that change, the other pieces will fall into place. And when you learn new habits, and, and in Tom's book he's going to teach you new habits that you'll learn each day, and you'll use them. And as long as you continue to apply them, you'll get there. The journey will only be uh, the all of the parts of the, the habits put together as you're headed towards that uh, that goal that you've created, because you want something. If you want something badly enough, you'll get it.
1: That, that's that's an excellent way to summarize what we're talking about. the The answer to everybody's problem is to understand. You have to know what the problem is. It's not my problem. Was not that I I gained more weight than I wanted. That was that product of what I was doing, I was eating too much sugar. I never met a donut I didn't like and want to devour. So I would go to meetings with the deliberate idea of getting my donut first <laughs> and then waiting till everybody else finished, and they were all in the room getting ready for the meeting, and there would always be one or two left. The donuts? I got, I got them. I mean, that was my plan. I didn't even understand I
0: was doing that. I you know, know, a police officer friend of mine told me, Tom, that they don't refer to those as donuts. Those yeah. are, they refer to them as power rings. <laughs> yeah, the power rings. Power rings. I had a power
1: ring around my waist, <laughs> and that was... That was the problem, you know, and I didn't even understand that that's what I was doing. I have a sweet tooth. I've always had one. My dad had one before me. The difference is he passed away at seventy-five, and I'm I'm going to be seventy-seven. So I made it past his goal, and I'm in better shape than he was when he was in his fifties because I'm I now have more access to data. That's that's the other thing. We. There's so much it, it is if it isn't if you use my way, my book. That isn't. The, I, would I like you to? Yes, and why? Because I think that's my way to help other people. But it isn't just the person who reads the book and gets help. I use the funds from the sale of the book to help autistic kids. That's really what's going on uh, with me, and that part of my life that is not a whole part of my life it's it's a part of it that i'm doing i i have a program and from the sales of the book i have been able to uh for three years i have a program here at sun city country club where we bring 10 autistic kids kids on the spectrum so we've opened it up and we bring kids here to the club well you were here and and Mm -hmm. thankfully as Thad was here as as uh a mentor to help the kids and help us put on our program um as as and just kind of help them learn some things. Well, one of the things that that program did, it I mean, it is I got I got letters from each one, well, 80% of the parents sent me thank you letters. And they weren't just thanks for putting on the program, big whoopty, They said Thank you very much. I want to tell you how my son responded. Eric did this, and he did that and and he has something to look forward to in his life and that's That's the kind of thing that you do in the program and this i I hate to to put it this way, but this is part of how people learn. I mean, we have autistic kids that have problems with their cognitive functions, and what we try to do with them is give them confidence to try. It's okay to fail. So we start out with a big target, and we put it on a tree. It's a Velcro-type thing, and we have these fuzzy little uh, tennis balls, and these kids would throw at the target. Well, the first day, they... I think there were two two tennis balls that physically hit the tree and hit the target. Any place, nothing near the bullseye. The last day of the of our group, where we actually took the kids from just learning a little hand-eye coordination, just learning a little social skills, taking taking uh, uh, turns, learning uh, rules, being. Uh, part of a social inner reaction. That's what we were doing. We weren't trying to teach them how to be golfers. We are trying to teach them how to be human beings and enjoy their life, even though they're tied into their autistic situation. That isn't a permanent situation. And that's what I try to equate to other people. No matter what, you're handicapped to some point. There are ways to make your life better. And what these kids were doing is they'd start out, they'd throw the ball at the at the target they'd miss it. They were very disappointed. We encouraged them to try again. It wasn't throw one ball and you missed and you're out. you'd throw it until you hit the target. You get the kids involved in it. The last day of the tournament of the the program the target was so covered with balls that there was no part that wasn't hit. I mean, they all were able to hit. They would not 100%, but they were all getting high success. And then we also taught them how to hit a golf ball. When we started, they were hitting almost a beach ball with a big oversized golf club. That went. Then they went into a next step, which is a little smaller ball like a tennis ball in a smaller club. To the final day when we had them come out, and they were actually hitting golf balls on the driving range. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to be in the long ball driving contest of America, but they were actually hitting it and getting success and were being rewarded. That's that's what this whole thing is. That's what my radio show is about. That's what my book is about. That's what my life is about. I wanted to help other people. That helps me, too. It gives me a better future. At 77 and feeling good and taking my program to Take Shape for Life and utilizing the things that that has taught me, it's simple. It's really a simple process. My hardest thing is I'm very busy during the day, and I have a hard time eating enough times. I used to go in the morning. I have my my breakfast and I'd have my dinner and I was working like I tell people they say well now that you're older are are you still working? I said yeah but I only work half time and that means that um, I work 84 hours a week (laughs) you get 168 right so I think 84 is about half of that so the point is you don't it's not having my sleeves rolled up and sweating in the back of a a sweatshop or something. It's doing the things that you want and work becomes pleasure and that's when you can enjoy it. If you're working on your body first, that's fine, but I think it can be done combined where you can reach the goals that you want, but you want to have your body in good shape. So that's part of having your mind in good shape. And what what were you saying, that about you want to have... You want to want something, or how did you put that? You oh, well,
0: it's a, it's about making the fundamental choices. And a fundamental choice is something that you want in your life that's important to you. Right. And it's not a daily choice. It's not a weekly choice. It's what you want. And I think you said it best is uh, what do you want to have to look forward to in your life? I mean, that I wrote that down because I like that. If you can ask somebody that question, what do you have to look forward to in your life, and what do you want? It makes people stop and think because they don't—they're so caught up in the day-to-day uh, small things that you do to make yourself feel better. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 doing all these little things, but they're not leading anywhere. They're just making you feel like you're doing something, and you're not. I mean, you're not getting anywhere with it. You're just. Uh what do they call that in 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 uh it's 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 spending time on the minutia or yeah. you, know, you know what I mean it, yeah. you're just not getting anywhere but you're feeling good about what you're doing, yeah
1: yeah um, you're on basically the majoring in minors
0: yeah <laughs> majoring in minors,
1: and that that's where uh nobody else said I'm a nice person today, so I think I'll have another donut. <laughs> So, you know, that's, that's really what it is. And it's a matter of getting to understand that you are really a good person. You need to have control of yourself. And I understand it's harder for ladies to lose weight than it is for men. I understand that. That's genetic. That's in it. And we have that as a, as a thing to say. But that does not mean that people... That ladies don't need to lose weight, too. And if they get on the program, they will. I know my wife has been fighting this for a long time. And I'd say, well, you haven't lost very much weight. And she said, well, I cheat. Okay. Then it comes back to what we're saying. What is it that you want? I mean, do you want to have that little zoom, zoom, or wham, wham? Or do you want to have good health I say oh well would you like to go ride on the motorcycle oh no I don't feel like it okay well I do because I'm in good shape and I'm gone you know I mean so you can stay home and, and you know do whatever it is go shopping on QVC or whatever whatever you're getting <laughs> your life from uh, and if that's what you want I mean that's fine because that's what you got and all we're trying to point out to you is if you want more, you can have more, but you got to know what it is that you want. And I've worked with so many people lately that have finally said, "I'm at my bottom," and I'm very happy that they have a high, what I call a high bottom. And I think they use that in in AA where uh, people have a high bottom or a low bottom. Low bottom is you're down in the gutter one day and you decide, well, I don't like being down here anymore and I'm not going to be. Well, how much nicer is it that you are just 30 pounds overweight and you decide, hey, my life is slipping away. I cannot do the things I want and I owe it to myself. It is my duty. It's my job to get myself physically in good shape because hey, I might want to go play golf at Sun City Country Club someday. Well, that's that's a very fun thing to do, but it's not only that. It's just getting out and finding out what it is that you want. What is going to make you want to do something if you understood you can have anything you want? And I think that's kind of where... Do you have anything else that you want to...
0: I think that says it all, Tom. Okay. You owe it to yourself.
1: I think we'll we'll uh wrap it up uh next month. Uh we meet on the uh last Wednesday of each month and uh we're from nine o'clock until ten. And uh, the main thing is that you can contact us uh during the show at Blog Talk Radio. Um it's our our number here is one nine one seven three eight eight four one six two. That's our call-in number. So if we get anybody that that does do that, that is perfect. Um, then the other thing is that all of our shows are archived. So if you miss some of it, then feel free to contact us at uh, Blog Talk Radio backslash Boomer and the Babe dot com. And you can find all of our shows. The thing that I'm working on this week is to hopefully I'll get my appointment with Goldman Sachs and go through their program of uh, business and, and business development. I'm a certified SCORE mentor, so I do that myself. So, any, But any kind of class that improves my ability to help other people, I'm going to do it. I drive it. If I get accepted in the class, I have to drive 15 times to L.A. because this is only in seven different locations in the country, and so I would have to drive into L.A. Uh, 15 different times for the classes, and uh, for 15 classes, two of them are two two days, and some of them are just three or four hours, and some of them are all days. But the main thing is each week that we're doing is from May 15th to August 24th, so that in that whole period I will be, each week I'm obligated for another six hours of classroom, outside of classroom, for uh, developing a a program and a plan to uh, improve my business and to improve what I'm doing. So what I'm saying is no matter where you're at in your life, Seeking outside help or seeking mentors is always a good thing and we can all learn more. We can all do way more than we're doing. Like I say in in my 84 hours a week that I put in, my wife says, who is that coming in my house? (laughs) You know, hey, you can be part of what I'm doing and you can do, I got plenty of spaces for you. So uh we do need volunteers uh we're starting our program golf program in schools uh we've had two classes over at Peoria High School and we're introducing golf to uh the freshman class at Peoria High School so if anybody wants to contact me about that or anybody wants to contact me about the book and how to improve it or how it improved your life and the things that you wanted to have done in your life uh Please contact me. Uh, you can get me at Tom at suncitycountryclub.org. dot org. Uh, and so that is our show for today. And I want to thank all of you for for tuning in. And I really thank uh, our our sponsor, which is uh, Boomer and the Babe uh, Blog Talk Radio. They are very supportive of what we're trying to accomplish. Primarily, uh, we're we're putting out programs that help people, and that is what makes life very enjoyable. Thank you very much.
0: You've been listening to Successor Failure with Tom Leggering and Terry Munther. Successor Failure is a Boomer and the Babe Enterprises radio production. Contact them at boomerandthebabe dot